You know who else is a? Oh, who else oh yeah. Is do you know who else is a Carter Hart? Oh my gosh, is he? <laughs> he that's impossible. Yeah. What's his first? You know it is. No, he's not. Oh my god, he is. Welcome back, everybody, to Where's My Stick? My name is Danielle. I'm Christine. And we don't have Kelsey this time, so it's just the two of us. Kelsey, if you're listening, we miss you so much. Also, you better be listening. Okay, okay, so we don't really have a lot to talk about, but the um, end of the regular season for the 2018-2019 NHL season just ended yesterday, and now, like, the playoff format is all situated. We know who's playing who, when the days are, when they're starting, when, who's playing who on each day, whatever. That's all figured out now. So, we thought that we would um, start off by saying, like, some of the best, our three best moments of the season, our three worst moments of the season, and then first-round predictions. But before we do that... Um, some breaking news <laughs> happened earlier this this afternoon, and the Buffalo Sabres fired their head coach, Phil Housley. Um, and, yeah, they <laughs> like, Botterill was not playing. Um, he... You mean GM Jack Eichel was not playing. I mean, I think I saw today that eight teams fired their coach, like eight teams don't have a coach right now, so it's just gonna be like a mad grab for Quinville. Who, like, who else is there? Who wait? So who, who are the other eight teams that fired their coach? So Sabers, I'm going off the top of my head, so I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Sabers, Florida, the Kings, um. Or I should say coaches that don't have a contract for next season. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I thought Um, you meant, like, today. (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, what? They didn't all fire them today. Um, The Kings, I think the Sens, Edmonton. um, I guess St. Louis is in there because they didn't extend that guy yet. Um, That's six. Um, The Flyers. Oh, yeah, the Flyers. And one more. Oh, the Ducks. Oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, Buffalo. So earlier, like this afternoon, Buffalo, the Sabres tweeted out Buffalo Sabres general manager Jason Botterill has announced that head coach Phil Housley has been relieved of his duties. And so he said um, Botterill was quoted to say today was not an easy day, but the results in the second half were just not there. Our fans expect more. We expect more. And in the end, I thought this decision had to be made for our organization moving forward. Um he said, in terms of filling this vacancy, the process has already begun. At this time, I do not have anything else to add about the search for possible candidates. And he said, um, I made my recommendation to the Bagula, to the Bagulas this morning, and they've accepted it. And I've had my tough conversation this morning with Phil. So, I mean, as as the like resident Sabres fan on this podcast, um, it needed to happen. I'm happy that it. I'm like, I'm surprised that Botterill did this because. Um, earlier in the season when they like asked about Housley, he was like, no, like we're not, there's no, going to be no coaching change. Like, you know, we're satisfied. Like we just need to be better on the ice and all that stuff. So, um, 
it's like I'm surprised he made the move. I didn't think that he had it in him. <laughs> I thought that he was gonna wait another year <laughs> and like ruin the team. Um, but it, I think it's good because I mean he's only been the Monroe was the coach for two years, and they were the last year they were the worst team and got the first overall pick. And then this season they go on this really good run and then it just isn't sustainable. And I do feel like it is, it's part of uh, it's, it partly is because of how the way Housley coached. Um, and then like, also I didn't realize this, but um, Housley was the defensive or assistant coach for Nashville, but um, yeah, their numbers got better when he left. Like, so when he left the organization, their numbers got oh, better. Wow. <laughs> um, and it's so funny because at first last season, they were saying like, oh, Housley doesn't have a defenseman that can play his style of, of you know, game. He needs a good defenseman. He needs a first uh, pair of defensemen. And like, that's what mm-hmm. Rasmus Dahlin was. And he still like, sometimes Dahlin wouldn't get um, first power play minutes and like, he just kept using Ristolainen in like a first pair of defensemen when he's clearly not. And then Bogosian, who's like older, like he just did really bad with the defense. And I know they have a defensive coach. I know that. But like if your head coach was a like all-star defenseman, you would think that the defense would be the best part of the team. And then like he always kept Jack, Jeff, and Sam together. And like, yeah, they're really good. But also this team cannot sustain like a one a one-line team. Like they just can't be that. Like you need to distribute it. And, yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy with the decision. Um, Botterill, you did good, bud. Like, I wonder if, like, if next season doesn't go well, if Botterill is, like, on the hot seat. That's something to think about. If they don't get Quenville, who do you think is his second pick? So, um, I don't know. I mean, from what... Like, on Sabres Twitter, like, they were talking about, like, my, like, he's, like, my second favorite coach, but I feel like he should be my first favorite coach. Bruce Boudreaux, like, (laughs) Brucey, I want him so bad. (laughs) I just want him to be able to coach, like, coach a team that I love because I, like, finally can love him in full, like, and the team. Um. However, I did hear, like, Elliot Freeman tweeted out earlier today that, or it wasn't Elliot Freeman, it was somebody, but anyway, Pan- the Panthers are in talks with Quinville, like, they've asked Chicago if they could talk to him and all that stuff, and basically the um, the deal has been in progress for a while now, so it's kind of fucking sucks because I wanted Quinville to go to the Flyers, and I wanted Bruce Boudreau to get fired and go to the Sabres, and then I'm just happy, but, like... <laughs> Like, it's frustrating because Flyers Twitter is like, it's like Quenville or the guy that we have now. And the guy that we have now is good at developing young players, but he's not good at, he's not going to take the team to the playoffs and be scary. Like, he's just not. Like, and um, so I don't know who, I don't know who, I don't know any of the coaches. All the coaches sound horrible. I don't know. Like, why does that, like, why can't all ever like the teams that I like all have a Mike Sullivan in the in the AHL and bring him in up? The AHL. <laughs> like, where's everyone's Mike Sullivan? Like, wasn't that that Scott guy? Yeah, Scott Gordon. He's the coach now, but he's not good. Like, I want like a Mike Sullivan type person. Or a John Cooper. I um I don't know about him. 
Um, he also was re-signed, so it's not like, well, like it's, it's not like he's a contender. He's yeah. Unless the Lightning get out in the first round, and then... Oh my god, no. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. Oh my god. Do you have any other coaches that you think that might be... For the Sabres? I mean, do you, someone who might get hired? I mean, there's, like we said before, there's not eight teams that fire their coach. They all need new coaches. They need new coaches. Um, I would think... Oh. What's his name? I think his name is... I was going to say Cody Eakin, but that's not his name. He is the AHL coach for the Ducks. And I think he had a... What's his name? Dallas Eakins, I think. That's his name. And, like, I think he tried. He was a coach before, but it didn't work out. And then so he's been in the AHL, and he's been, like, kind of clawing his way back up. Mm -hmm. So I think he's someone to look at teams, but he'll probably end up with the Ducks, to be honest. Yeah, that um, would make more sense. The coach of the Marlies. Everybody coach. wants him. Um, I'm not sure about the the Mooses coach. Their their AHL coach. Um, I think I've heard his name. I couldn't tell you what his actual name was, but I think yeah. I've like heard people say that he would be a good one. Well, I mean, I guess we can, like, we can also revisit this after the playoffs because there's going to be more coaches probably fired or hired. Who do you think? I just don't want, I just don't, uh, Mike, so, no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, I don't know. I have no idea. They fired Mike Babcock, the Oh, I would be so upset, like, because then they would get the Marley's guy. I and then that's oh, like man. that's when Kyle Dubas has would have too much power. Like he would have a good his own coach. He like it just would be too much. Like I like that him and Babcock like butt heads. I enjoy that because they can't be perfect. Yeah, right. That's true. Let's move on to your three best the three best moments of the season for you. So for me, okay, the three best moments of this season were, okay, the first one was Evgeny's 1,000th point. That was probably, like, the best week of the season for me, because it was just, it was too much, like, it was was absolutely everything I dreamed of, plus more. Um, And then the, in the middle of the Sabres 10-game win streak, like, that was just, like, so much fun. Like, they were so much fun, and that's when I think I got, like, really sucked into that team. Um, and then um, when the t- – so that – it's, like, all right. So mine's, like, like not moments or, like, weeks kind of because it was, like, when Carter Hart just got called up and he did, like, really, really good – that was a really good, and it was like all surrounding like my three top teams that I like focus a lot on, and it was just oh, oh, oh you know what? I and like a bonus when Hackstall got fired, it was like a confusing like when he actually got fired, not when the rumors came out, like when he actually got fired. It was like a weight that I felt like I was carrying on my back, and it was gone. It was like oh, like oh You're my crazy. god, like 
Get away from my kids. Get away from my team. Get away. Get away. Get away. Like, yeah. So, those are mine. Um, I would say mine would be the bolts and well, I'll make them one. The bolts season and Nikita Kucherov getting like 128 points yeah. in the season and the bolts finishing with 128 points. I would say those would be like my top. That's one. And then another one would be uh, Liney getting five goals in that game and him getting 100, having 100 goals. And um, the last one would be Tavares's return to Ohio. Oh, that was a good one. Okay, so three worse for me this season was... Um, the Vancouver game before, like, it was the Flyers-Vancouver game um, when Vancouver just destroyed the Flyers. And it, I literally felt like we were the lowest we were, like, ever going to happen. Like, because, or no, 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 let me, let me rephrase that. The day we found out that Hextall was fired, mm-hmm. that was horrible because I absolutely love Ron Hextall. Then the, then the, all right, then the second one would be the Vancouver game. Where, um, where, uh, the, the Canucks just destroyed the Flyers and then they were just so, like, they, the Flyers didn't even look like a professional team. They just looked horrible. And then the boys were so upset and that was just a horrible game. And then, um, the last one was when Tavares scored the goal against the Islanders and then clinched, the Leafs clinched. And it was the game-winning goal in the Leafs clinch. Like, that was the absolute worst moment of, like, the season for me. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that game? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. But I would say that lowest play for me would be the Derek's hard grade. Like, oh I, my god, yeah. Oh no, wait, 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 wait. Alright, go ahead, you do yours. I have to add something to mine. No, that's literally yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe like I like literally block it from my mind, but scrap the Hextall. Scrap the Hextall. The worst um the worst moment for me was Wayne Simmons getting traded. Like I still oh, think about no. that today and it like makes me lose my breath. I like Literally can't think about it or I'll cry. Alright, so I feel like the the hockey season, like it seems like it's so long and it is, but like it goes so fast. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything that happened. Like this season I, at all. Like I could if I really thought about it, but remember when the penguins are like really bad and we thought we were gonna have to lose for use? I was on completely I I thought we were I I mean I know with Malkin and Crosby and Latang they would never let us lose that much but I felt like it felt like we would lose like mm-hmm. we just kept losing <laughs> It was so bad They it were so horrible bad. They were so they bad they were like hurt. so horrible to watch in the yeah. Metro, but they're, like, what, eighth in the league? Which is still that bad. No, it is good. It is good. They were. Yeah, no, you're they right. They were right. so bad. They were, 
they weren't bottom of the league, but they were like getting close to it. Bottom of the conference or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely they were bottom of the conference, but like only for a day because I think then Carolina lost and then they were bottom of the conference or something like that, or maybe it was the Rangers. But we are gonna move on to our first round predictions, and I'll go first. Okay, so we'll start. In the West. So, um, Calgary is playing the Avalanche. I think Calgary in six. Yeah, I think I have that too. And, like, it's not even me hating the Avs, which I do. But I, I think the Flames are just a better team. Oh, yeah, me too. I think Calgary is just... Calgary is definitely the better team. Um, More than one line. Exactly. But I think that the Avs are good and they're exciting. So um, I think that's why they'll they'll win two games. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I wanted to say five, but then I was like, no, come on. Because Mike Smith is their backup. I mean, is their, is their main goalie. Yeah, for, the, for Calgary. Okay. So I said Calgary and six. Christy, you said Calgary in six? Yeah, I'll go with six. Okay. And then what did Kelsey say? Kelsey said Calgary. She didn't say a number. Okay. She didn't say a number. That's fine. Okay. So next you have uh, the San Jose Sharks versus the Vegas Golden Knights. And I think... Oh, that's actually a good one. (laughs) I... Oh, my goodness. Eric Carlson. <laughs> I don't know. I say Vegas. I'm going to yeah. say Vegas in seven. I'll give them one. Like just barely Vegas. That's I have I Vegas. Because the Sharks have been pretty bad lately. Yeah. Uh, and like Eric Carlson. Yeah. But... Like, I just think of Eric Paulson when he was with the Suns and that playoff thing that they went on. But that was yeah. him doing everything. And now he doesn't have to do everything. So, I worry. And Vegas seems better. Yeah, I think so. I think the overall, as a team, they're, they just, they're just gelling better. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Kelsey picked the Sharks. Oh, oh. But, you know, she's resident. Tired. Like, yeah, she's like an Eric Carlson <laughs> super fan. Just kidding, not a super fan. She's, like, respectable. A normal one. Yeah. Okay, so next, it's Nashville versus Dallas. And I... Oh, Matt Zuccarello, though. Wow. Um, I I have to go Nashville. I think Nashville will, will do it. Just because, like... Is it Ben Bishop's... Ben Bishop still hurt? I think he is still hurt. Yeah, if Ben Bishop is... All right, mine has an ex- asterisk. I think uh, Nashville in, s- in six. But if Ben Bishop is there, then I think Nashville in seven. Um, I say Nashville. I feel like they have more experience. And they're going... Yeah. If, the, if you're going to put the two defenses like, up against each other, even yeah. though 
even though... I think Dallas has better offense. No, Dallas has been really good defensively this year. Really? But, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just think Nashville, like, they have the experience, even though that's, like, what is that? But they have it. And I think Pecorine will... He's good-ish in the playoffs. Well, and I mean, I think, like, Dallas... Oh, Dallas is, like, not even Dallas of the last time they were in the playoffs. Like, they only Mm -hmm. have the big guys who are there. Yeah, I guess that's true. But then Zuccarello. Yeah, like, Zuccarello, and then, like... Radulov, and they're all just so rowdy. Like, yeah, <laughs> the like, stars uh, are so rowdy. Duke is like five two, and he tried to play Charles. Like, okay, when he scored his first goal, like he skated over to them and literally just like was at everyone's chest. Yeah. And I thought that was sweet. Like, that's not something that he can control, but it's... Ve- and then, like, he looks at you with those big eyes, and he I was like... crazy eyes. He has eyes like a cow. Him and J- Jamie bent together, like, I... Cow. Jamie gave... Yeah, like, they gave... Um, Jamie gave uh, Matt Zuccarello the little cowboy hat, and it was, like, their eyes... They were, like, looking at each other, and it was, like, too much. It was, like, too much eyes, because they were just so big looking at each other. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, is this allowed? Okay. Okay. Next, it is the Winnipeg Jets versus the St. Louis Blues. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Nashville with Dallas. What did Kelsey say? Uh, she said Nashville. Okay. Um, I probably would disagree more. <laughs> when have we ever... Like that one episode that we recorded and it got lost. That's the only time we disagreed. There was any anytime there was any confrontation on this podcast. Um so I say oh gosh, I don't want this to jinx, but like I say Winnipeg, but I just say Winnipeg in like seven. I also say Winnipeg. But I do think there are huge question marks and asterisks. Yes. Like, Winnipeg, what is going on? Uh, Blake and Scythe haven't been very good 5 on 5. Yeah. Finally, been scoring with like a goal a game every game. The defense has been hurt. Um, Maurice doesn't want to play the young kids. Buff just got back, but then Maurice played in for like two seconds. Like it's just not. Is Buff healthy? Yeah, I hope. Like, is that why he's? Is that why Maurice isn't playing him? Well, okay, it's not like he wasn't playing him. He didn't play him on the power play. Like the last game, the last couple games, he only played Truba. Is it Truba good on the power play though? I mean, he is. Okay, so I see it like this. Buff is like that guy that's kind of like been around, so he doesn't think about things before he does them. He just does it, and he kind of knows where everyone's yeah. going to be at to pass, to like give them the pass. Whereas like Truba, he's not as used to being on the first power play, so he like thinks about it a little bit more, and like it's not as instinctual. And yeah. in my head, Truba is more of like a defensive defenseman type guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't really see him as that offensive. Like an offense. Remember when he um, 
the first time he went to uh, arbitration, he was like, he wanted more time on the power play and all that yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, and now you're getting it, bud. And what's happening? Right. Come to and Philly. No. <laughs> you don't need him. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. We'll give um, you Robert Haig. I don't even know who that is. But anyway, I think, I think with Josh Morrissey being back, I think Morrissey being injured hurt them more than Buff. Yeah. But having yeah. them both out was literally the worst thing. Yeah. And oh she just does. He plays Kulikov and he plays Tyler Myers. And it's just like, play the young, play the young good ones, not the old bad ones. Like, what are you doing? Like, we don't have a defense. What are you doing? But I think with Buff and Truba being back, not Truba, Buff and Morrissey being back and everyone going, kind of going where they were supposed to be instead of playing higher up a pair yeah like a pair higher than they were meant to that it should be better and i hope it's better (laughs) and they need to stop giving up so many shots because hellebuck like he hellebuck is good but like he can't that's not sustainable like please help him yeah um oh wait who what position is lawrence boussois He's their back goalie. Oh, he's a goalie. Okay. He's I was going to say, play him but as defense, but he's a goalie. Okay. <laughs> he has such a sweet face. And so does Josh Morrissey. Like, I didn't realize he has big baby blue eyes. And you're just like, excuse me? Like, there's been plenty of times, you know, when the little post-practice videos clips come out and I'm attacked. And you're just like, wait. He was just I'm like, like who is this? this? Yeah, I'm like, who is this? So I was like, oh, it's a call up from the, the Manitoba Moose. I'm like, God, how many calls do they have? They can't keep They're calling hurt. up these kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the kids are so like sweet. You know who's not? Who doesn't have a sweet face? But he is sweet. Yeah. Wait, who do you think I'm gonna say? On the Jets. Yeah. Uh- I don't know. Are you going to say Line? What? No. Um, uh, Ehlers? No, no. Helly. No. Okay, who? Kyle Connor. Like, oh, he doesn't yeah, have no, a sweet face. It. He doesn't, but he's sweet. You know? Like, <laughs> he's still sweet. Like, the attractiveness of all the whole team allows him to get through. He just like, blends in with that. <laughs> Because you think with that long hair, you're like, and that like speed, you're like, oh, he's going to have such a sweet face. And he does he not. Like a villain. <laughs> he looks like a Bond villain. Oh, oh no. Ehlers, sometimes he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> well, Bond, the Bond villains were so, like, prejudiced. Like, they were, like, <laughs> they were not, like... I don't think it was ethical. It was everyone European was a Bond villain. And it was like... Yeah. Aw. Tom Connor, American hero. Oh, Jack Kraslovic, too. He's American hero. I don't know who that is. He's one of their their calls. Oh. (laughs) From, like, November, though. Like, he's fine. Moving over. Oh, what was Kelsey's for Winnipeg? She Jets. Because she's okay. a true uh, supporter of me. All right. And you, we could call her an American hero. Yes. Thanks, Kelsey. Sure. Tampa versus 
The Blue Jackets. Okay, so for Tampa Bay versus the Columbus Blue Jackets, I say Columbus. Uh, I say Tampa. <laughs> I want to say Tampa in four, but I'm not going to jinx it, so I'm just going to say Tampa. Christy? I say Tampa. Columbus. I say Tampa in six. Um, I think Columbus will win a couple of games. Yeah. Just like Ugh. off of Matt Duchesne's excitement alone. Is this his first time in the playoffs? I think it's like his second. Okay. Oh, that's a pretty kid. Okay. So, and Kelsey said... Tampa. Okay. Um. So next is Bruins versus Leafs. This is going to be... <laughs> I don't know. Really? I don't know. So you go first. You don't I think... Bruins, like, I mean, I guess, but then I also don't trust Tavares because he's really, really good in the playoffs. Um, yeah, and I think he's the better matchup against um, Patrice. Yeah, Patrice and him and Martin are just so good. But I, um, I want to say Bruins. But then who's the better? Like, if Tampa beats Columbus, it would be a better matchup. Matchup. It doesn't matter. It's a, We're just on the first round. Okay, okay. We um, can't like base our first rounds off of the second I'm gonna, round. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, um, But I do think, okay. did it go game seven last time? I think game six. Uh, I I'll say seven games. Okay, that's fair. What did Kelsey say? Boston. Ah, <sighs> Kelsey. She knows. Kelsey, she's like, she's the best. I, oh my god, uh, I'm gonna say Bruins. I'm gonna say Bruins, gate to seven. Yeah. Um, next, the Capitals versus the Canes. And I say the Caps. Yeah. You say cap- Caps as well? Yeah, the Caps too. And what about Kelsey? Kelsey has the Caps. <laughs> There's no there's no diversity in our picture. Our oh, picks. my gosh, yeah. Um, I do think the Canes will, like, grab a couple They'll make it things. interesting. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think they'll be, like, too excited. I would have loved... I would love for Justin Williams to knock the caps out of the playoffs, but it's not Oh, he used to play for them. Like, yeah, I know. It, yeah, he, like, chokeslammed Malkin, and that's what made me hate him. He's a demon. Okay. So last and probably least, <laughs> the least exciting matchup <laughs> um, is the Pens versus the Islanders. I'm not going to say the Islanders versus the Pens. The Islanders go fuck themselves. Um, I say the I say the Pens. Probably the Pens in seven. <laughs> I'm sick. I hope it's six, but I remember last year they almost went to game, like the Flyers almost took them to a game seven. Yeah. Like, I just don't trust this team. Yeah, I don't trust them. Like, at all. But, I, oh God. But apparently Sid, this is before my time, but Sid, he's really good at Nassau Coliseum. So, hope, hopefully he carries that with him. And I also think that, like, they don't have... Okay, so I saw this. So it was like, well, Barry Trotz knows how to beat the Penguins. Yeah. But it's like, he 
he doesn't have the people that he might need. Like he doesn't yeah. have a, like an OB or a backstrom or a Kuznets or something like that. So hopefully, oh, oh hopefully the Penguins like help Matt Murray out a little bit. Like truly, it's. I still like feel. I don't know how I feel about Sullivan. It's crazy because like. I, if the if the Penguins if Barry Trotz wouldn't have like won against the Penguins last season, I'd have been like, I trust Sullivan in any matchup. He's I trust him as a coach, like blah blah blah. But it's like now, like I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like he's over coaching, or sometimes I feel like he's just like mixing up lines too frequently, mm-hmm. and it's like he just goes from one extreme to the other so quickly, and it's just like, dude, if you would have chill out, like I think the Pens would have just like got their shit together. And, like, in the, in the playoffs, like, you don't have that luxury. And so, I don't know. I want to say that, like, Barry Trotz doesn't have the horses to, like, beat us or outsmart us again. But we're not as good as we were last year. Like, I, like, I just am so nervous. Like, I'm so nervous for them. I, even if Sid's really good at Nassau Coliseum, like, okay. But we still need, like, Evgeny to be amazing in Nassau. We need Phil to be amazing in Nassau. We need Chris Letang to be amazing in Nassau. We need Brian Dublin to be amazing. We need Oli Mata. We need everybody to step up and be amazing. And this is only just the first round. Like, I, I don't know. I have, I don't know. I'm so nervous. This, yeah. It truly kills me. I mean, at least they're... I want to say they're going into the playoffs playing all right. They're not playing their, the worst ho- hockey that they've played this year. Um, and I want to say that the Islanders have looked a little shaky. Yeah. So hopefully they can capitalize on that. But I also don't yeah. trust the Penguins at all. I exactly. Feel like, like, I feel like they've been like, overplaying Murray. Like, I don't. Yeah. I would have thought for sure that DeSmith would have played on against the Rangers like to give Matt an extra day in between to chill and like I just I mean I didn't watch the Rangers game um but I just did like how do you not win against the Rangers y'all just won against them like two of like no more than two weeks ago and like the Rangers are very bad like they're yeah that's what I'm saying like actively tanking like they have um Mika's uh, wait is it I always get oh, yeah yeah Mika they have uh what's his name uh Chris Kreider Chris Kreider and then who I mean, uh, Brady Shea that's I mean, like those were the three names that I heard over and over again while I was listening to the game and it was like every and, okay but like that game um what's his name the stall Mark Stall looked great because he had like three breakaways <laughs> like Mark Stall Mark Stall is very so bad. imagine very if well. that's Imagine if that is Matt Barzell. That's going to go in every single time. Right. You can't expect Murray to just save every single thing. Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic, and he's been playing way too much, and I, I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, there's a break there's, from yesterday, there is. Saturday to Wednesday, but yeah, I, I just don't trust them at all. But I do think that this is a series that they should win, but I don't think that they should take the Islanders lightly. Which I yeah. think that they tend to do a lot, um, but I think that they should remember who's behind the bench, 
they should remember that the Islanders have allowed the lowest amount of goals this season or something yeah. like that. And they have two goalies that are competent for them, whereas we have, like, one and a half. Do you remember what the season series, what that shook out to be? I don't, actually. Because people said that we won the season series. Oh, so the season series was tied. So the Penguins won twice? Mm -hmm, The Penguins won twice and the Islanders won twice. Oh, okay. See, I was looking at... (laughs) I was looking at the Islanders one. I'm so bad at this. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the season's tied. I don't know. That doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, I'm nervous for like all of my teams. Yeah, I don't even know who I'm rooting for in the other div- the other divisions. I don't know. What did Kelsey <laughs> say? Oh, she said the Islanders. She said the Islanders. Yeah. Chaos. Chaos Demon. The one yeah. thing that we needed her to be with us, she was against us. <laughs> we probably um, been just like, yeah, Kelsey, you're very mean. <laughs> no, I would have been like, Kelsey, no! Name, please, please! Can you name a single defenseman on the Islanders? Nick Letty. But how old is he? Like, 100? Oh, no, Taves. That Taves guy oh. is a defenseman. I keep, is he related to... Uh, no, Jonathan? they always say, like, no relation to Jonathan Tees. And they pronounce it And they have, another al- ah- they have another Aho, and they're like, and then he's not related to the other Aho. Oh, one of them's Swedish and the other one's Finnish. Oh, That's, like, sweet. Yeah. Or maybe they're both Finnish. That was, could be lying. Jonathan Tees has like a brother named like David or something, so I thought that was. He does. (laughs) I don't think David was good enough to get (laughs) him. No, see, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm serious. What? Which one do you think will be the biggest upset? I think biggest upset would be the Kings if they were to beat the Cats. Yeah. Yeah. I would say... Yeah. I would agree with you, or I would say the Avs versus the Flames. Because I'd be like, what? Or, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. I don't know. Because I was going to say Dallas or Nashville, but then I was like, no. I would be completely... I wouldn't be that surprised. (laughs) I'd be like, Pekka was probably Pekka. Oh. And... Ryan Johansson... (laughs) Is not a good one scene. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, me and Kelsey predicted that the Blues would make the playoffs. Um, and the Blues at first, they looked like they were going to fly. I predicted that too. Make this look bad. Uh, we should, I should probably go back and see like what we all said. Because I think we said yeah. the Blues in Dallas would make yeah. it. Because we were like, look at this team. How can, how can you not be the <laughs> And then we were just like, Jake Allen, question mark. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is still that he's not the question or he's not the answer. Oh, Jesus. Whoever Jordan Bingham did or something. Like a child. He's 25. He's a child in goalie years. And then what's Carter Hart? He's like a baby. Like he's a baby. 
He's oh, literally okay. a baby. Right. I'm all right. I'm fine with that. Because people were like, oh, look at Jordan Big- Biggington's or Bigumton's stats. And I was like, versus Carter Hart. And I was like, well, look at Carter Hart's. Like, his is really good. And he's only 20. And look who's like, Carter Hart's playing in front of. Like, exactly. Like, this de- de- that defense should be uh, arrested. No, actually, I like them, though. Well, like, I, like I would they, arrest them. They're just really young. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, but like they, they'll. I don't know what's wrong with this team. I have no idea. Yeah, actually, I can kind of like, wrap like, my brain around it, but I can't figure it out with the Flyers. Like, I mean, if Andrew McDonald's playing, then he's the oldest. But it's not really. Judas is the oldest. Uh, yeah, still. Um, yeah. Yeah, and like Provi is twenty-two. Yeah, and. Um, and then Sandheim is 21, I believe. Um, and that's our Sandheim top pair. The and then Goose. Yeah, Travis Sandheim. He's on our top pair? Yeah, he is. Did Gossip Spirit, like, die? No, he's on the second pair. He has not been having a good season this year. Okay. Like, he, it was like, and he actually hasn't been doing really well under the new coach. And, like, our power play was so bad that they took Ghost off it and did five guys, like, five forwards. Five <laughs> there was forwards? no defensive. Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about... Oh, McDavid. Oh, wait, wait, McDavid. I don't... I didn't listen to what he said, because I don't... I don't like his voice. It's very... <laughs> it reminds you of what? He just sounds like he's dying. <laughs> It's Mick David's voice reminds me of death. Like, Jesus. And so, like, he was, like, that they have to, like, get, that he's going to want to trade him a couple years or something. He said that? Or, I don't really know what he said, but, um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Connor McDavid on Oilers. What do you think the Oilers have to do? Like, if you were the Oilers next GM, what would you do first? I don't, like, I don't want to answer this question. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, I don't dislike the Oilers. I just don't like the Oilers. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. What would you do? What do you think they need to do? I think they need to. I think they actually need to go through a rebuild. Like, even though I feel like they've been rebuilding for the past like ten years, they didn't do it right the first time. And I think they need to sell him on that. Like, we're gonna tear it down, get rid of all these old contracts, and we're gonna actually really focus on development. Because that's been an issue for them. Um, and, like, if they get Jack Hughes, I'm actually going to be, like, upset. No, there's no way. But, like, what if he asks for a trade in the next couple of years? If he's just like, I'm not happy here. And this isn't what I, mean, I thought he has that right. He has that I mean, well, it's going to have to be, see, like, it's going to have to be soon. Because doesn't his no trade clause kick in in two years or three years? Yeah, or something like that. 
So, like, all right. So, I have the the NHL article, like, with mm-hmm. Carter's quotes. And he says, I'd be a complete loser if I wasn't frustrated. <laughs> it's frustrating personally. <laughs> it's frustrating as a group. <laughs> we want to be in the playoffs. We want to be competing late in the season. That's not where we're at. So, we've got some stuff to figure out. That's simply the facts. And we're going to get it right. He and the, the Oilers CEO... Bob Nicholson, um, he said, my message, or no, this is what Connor said to that, the CEO. He said, my message is let's get it right. Let's fix this. It doesn't matter what has to happen. Let's get it right. That's all. He said he specifically referenced depth scoring as an area of improvement, improvement because only Connor, Leon, Ryan Eugene Hopkins, Alex Chason, Zach Cassian, and Darnell Nurse hit double digits and goals. Yikes. So that's only one, two, three, four, five, six, six people on the team hit double digit goals. Yeah. And it said, we have a lot of high end skill. We have some really good depth players, guys that fill roles and whatnot. If you look around the league, every team has a guy that can score 30 to 40 goals. Gee, but it's cool. the middle of the pack where guys have 15, 12, 10 goals stuff. Ten, Goals type stuff. I'm not putting that on other people. But if you want to be successful in this league, your whole group has to be dangerous. And he said, I want to be here. If I didn't want to be here, I wouldn't have signed an eight-year deal. I love the guys and the city. There's obviously going to be changes both on and off the ice. That's just the facts of it. But I'm here to be part of the solution. And that's that. They asked him about next year. He said, can I comment on next year? I really can't. But hopeful, But obviously we're hopeful. I want to play in the playoffs. So that's the bottom line. <laughs> so, like, all right. I'll say this. Connor definitely doesn't hold back. Nope. Like, he's not rude. But he's not going to sugarcoat anything. Which I appreciate for, like, the next generation of uh, the league. That's more, like, open and honest. Um but what I will say is that, like, the like the past, like, Sid and Ovi's generation, they didn't, ha- I don't believe they had to struggle like this. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't think they had to struggle like this. I mean, like, yeah, like, the Penguins had some really questionable teams around him and Malkin, yeah. but, like, Jesus. Like, I mean, well, Sid, they all won their first cup. When they were like nineteen twenty, right? Mm-hmm. No, not nineteen, like twenty twenty one. Yeah, like their third, fourth, like the two thousand nine was like the yeah. fourth season in the league. Yeah, so like four seasons in, they already won a cup. Mm-hmm. Well, for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but the Caps were like dominating. Yeah, like they were good. They were contending. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, but like, yeah, like <laughs> uh-huh. it's like it was. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it's also like. I, I feel I feel bad for him, but like I can't let myself feel bad. Like I can't I can't feel too bad for him. That makes sense. I don't feel bad for him because he signed a hundred million dollar contract. Right, 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 right. Just with his team. Not that's not with endorsements or other like Air Canada or whatever other stuff. Because I always see his stupid little ads and commercials. So I don't have I don't feel bad for him. Um, and I don't feel bad for the Oilers. Like, when you ask that question, like, what would you do? I would get rid of everyone I don't like with the team. Yeah. And then that would be, like, like that would be, um, yeah. 
Like, like and they have to trust their development team. Like they, they they've drafted players. They've drafted all these first round picks, but like who in the second and third and fourth round is actually playing with the team? Exactly. Like that is and I don't even know if it's is that their development system, is that their trade? It's like scouting. I mean they're they're drafting and scouting. Like you need to revamp that who, whole thing. Who is their head of scouts? Kevin Gretzky. Oh my gosh. Kev. <laughs> Kev is a mess. <laughs> That yeah. is not funny, but it's hilarious. I mean, like, if I, literally, like, realistically, if I was actually, like, a GM of the Oilers, if you're not Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Darnell Nurse, and, like, Evan Bouchard, Jesse Bouillardby, and Kaylor Yamamoto, like, you're, you can't be on this team. And you didn't have to be in this too, I guess. But, like, like, I would buy out Lucic. Like fuck it, buy fuck it, buy him out. Yeah. Like Adam Larson, who are you? You could be in, you could be traded in a package. Like, well, no, and Adam Larson, I, he's good, but he needs to be on a second pair. So we need to go out and get a top pairing defenseman. Like no one's just giving those out, and no one's gonna want to play but... for Edmonton. Like. I don't know. They have to rebrand. I was going to say, I was going to be like, you know what? Ryan, I'm so sorry. You got to get out of here. Like, I need to get my top bearing defenseman and you are the person that's going to do it. Yeah. You know, like that. I hate to be that person, but you really do need a young, good top bearing defenseman. Like, you're setting him free. Yeah. Yeah. And you're trapping the other person. Yeah. Look, you got to do what you got to do. Wait, okay. Would you Ryan Nugent Hopkins for Kyle Connor? No, because I'm actually... Wait, 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 wait. Not Kyle Connor. Kyle Morsey. Josh Morsey. No. I'm not that high on Ryan Nugent Hopkins, one. And I love Josh Morsey. (laughs) Well, okay. I was saying that because I'm like, that's your second-line center, your young second-line center. We have Kevin Like... For now? Yeah, and, and we'll work with that later. But for now, we have Kevin. Okay. But I was just saying, like, if Kevin wants to get more than you can... Ryan already has a, a team-friendly contract. He's locked in at $6 million. You know Kevin Hayes is going to want more than $6 <laughs> million. You don't million. have the money. Oh, they can or they, they can't? They cannot. <laughs> well, how much do you think uh, Kevin Hayes is going to cost? Take a I'll take a discount. No, he won't. No, he won't. <laughs> yes, he oh will. He will. Be like, not if they get swept by the... We, not, this is like, a team that I can win with. with. I get to play with Patrick Liney, Blake Wheeler. Like, it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, all right, maybe if... Not Josh Morrissey. What about literally no? I was thinking about it like I don't know. Like this makes me kind of sad and like makes me a little bit nervous. But like, what if Ryan Nugent Hopkins for um, Shade Gossespair? Would you want to do that? I don't know. Okay, like is Shane Gossespair bad or is he just having like a bad season? Uh, he's not bad, but like he's 
he's definitely having like an off season this season and I don't know if it was because of how like the change the change in coach and all that stuff mm-hmm. um and he's gotten better at like the end of the season like after Hack got fired um but him and Gordon don't really mesh and it's not that like he's doing bad that's why I want to trade him it's just that Travis Sandheim I think is better Mm-hmm. or can be better and I want we need a second line center because Patrick's not there yet and Ghost's contract is very team friendly I think he's making like 4.5 million yes. um, and he can be he can power he can quarterback your power play um, I don't know that's why I was like didn't want to say that <laughs> I wanted to take Josh Morrissey it's <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah so yeah, I would I would definitely trade Nuge for see, but see I don't know because if I trade Nuge, Nuge then I definitely need Drysaitel to be the two C, right? You know, and like Drysaitel I don't think was the two C this season. It was so up and down and all around, but I think Drysaitel got to forty goals because of Connor. I mean fifty he goals did. because of Connor. Yeah, yeah, fifty goals because of Connor. Like so, I need to be sure. That you know what? I might dangle dry sidle out there. Yeah, who's gonna take that contract? That's what I'm saying. Like, all right, you would get a first overall pick. Mm -hmm. I you would need a first overall pick, a top prospect, and like someone who's ready to play now. And so yes, so you need three people for him. And maybe I would retain like 25 percent of yeah. I would I would retain 25 percent salary. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What did you get for McDavid? Oh, like, she wanted no. to go full chaos. No. <laughs> like, you need at least need three first-round picks. Oh, yeah. You need three first-round picks. Three players. Um, you need... Who? Yeah. Who's going to score? You need a first-line center. You need a playmaking winger. And you need a, a top, five, top four defenseman. Like yeah. for McDavid, that's Even my so three that first rounds of first rounds of first line center, uh, scoring playmaking winger, and a top four defenseman. Oh Those gosh. six things I need out. Good luck, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't see it getting better for that team. And like, I can see him asking for a trade in a couple of years if it doesn't get better. If I, the one person I do not want them to get is Ron Hextall. Mm-hmm. I do not want them to get Ron Hextall because that is my mother effing baby. <laughs> okay? Like, opinion. that's my baby. Um, so, like, he taught me, like, everything about, Hextall. like, trades. And, he, yeah, like, I mean, his, I only know how to rebuild from Hextall. And I'm always just like, oh, if we calm down, if we wait. But, like, I feel like Connor would leave because... Ron is all about that building from within. And he's all about mm-hmm. shedding money from the books, drafting a bunch of really good guys, and using that. Like, he's that, that L.A. model. And what the Flyers didn't like is that he was too... He just didn't... He didn't push. He didn't try to make the team better right now. Right. Like, because like, I, I promise you, if he would have went out and traded for Cam Talbot or something like that, this off or this off season or the beginning of the season... He would still be here. Hextall yeah. might. I mean, Hextall might not be here, but Hextall would still be here. 
Like, I can see... I can see Detroit kind of getting... Like, I can see, like, the future for them. Whereas, like, I can't with Edmonton. Yeah. And it just doesn't look good. But if they get... Like, if... If Edmonton gets, like, top three pick... Like, we have to... They can't. They might. I don't want that. Me neither. That's crazy. Okay, we've derailed. We have. Okay. Well, at least I hope his leg is okay. Yeah, and he's like, he was like walking fine with no, uh, with no crutch. So maybe he has a bracelet or something. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, we wanted to quickly talk about like the C H, the C H L. CWHL and the NWHL. Real quickly, we're not going to go into super, super deep detail because, one, um, we're still learning all about this stuff, so we don't want to say anything wrong, but we definitely want to give our opinions on some of the things that happen. So if you don't already know, um, Sunday, March 31st, the Canadian Women's Hockey League announced they will be ceasing operations May 1st. They cited that it was an unsustainable business model as the reasons behind their decision. Um, And after that, like, I want to say maybe two days later, the NWHL Mm -hmm. (laughs) or maybe, yeah, NWHL, but they're like GM or whatever. um, Danny Riley. um, Yeah. She must be named Daniel because she's. I have a lot of issues with her. Let's just start that. But she, they said that they will add two Canadian teams, um, and they'll go to Toronto and Montreal. Yes. Um. <laughs> then they said that the NHL is financing them. They're backing them in one of their biggest, um. Sponsor. financial supporters or sponsors yeah to amount of a uh, hundred thousand dollars now okay so we have to put an asterisk on that because the originally every year the nhl gives each uh, women's league fifty thousand dollars so this is because the chcwhl um folded. is no longer there yeah folded uh they now just gave that money to the NWHL and a hundred thousand dollars is actually not a lot um, at all because um, it just isn't (laughs) just think about it like a league minimum is minimum age yeah yeah like and then like league minimum in the NHL is like I want to say six hundred and fifty thousand dollars and just to put that in perspective. And if you say like, Oh, well, like, you know, the women's league, isn't that much like the N- the NHL is giving a lot. Um, they, the NHL just donated, um, $150,000 to, I believe like, r- like rink updates for one of the rinks or the hockey town rinks or something like that. So a hundred thousand, uh, a hundred $100,000 is not that much. And for a league that has, what do they have? Five teams. And now they have, are trying to make seven. Um, that's actually not a lot. That's not going to help that much or move the needle forward. Um, 
so yeah I would some other things that we do want to um talk about real quick is that the CWHL players so they kind of found out maybe maybe an hour or two before the announcement some found out exactly when the announcement was made on Twitter um like and the teams like so they're they're social media people they're you know, trainers, all those things, they all found out, like, pretty much, like, 30 minutes before the rest of us. Like, it wasn't, um, they didn't plan it out. They didn't give these people any time. Um, it was just, like, kind of a spur of the moment. Like, it seemed to all of us and to them, it was a spur spur of the moment decision that they were no longer doing that. Um, and some of the players are off going to the world championships in Finland, I believe it's in Finland. So, some of them, like, when they left, they had, they were like, oh, my league that I'm going to go play in when I'm done, like, when the hockey season starts back up again. And then when they landed in Finland, they, they got, they got all that news and said, you know, oh, look, we're not doing that. I guess that's, it's no more. So, yeah, pretty, pretty not great. Um, some of this, the Canadian women's hockey players, um, joined in and said, you know, some said that they they are devastated and the fact that Danny Riley or the NWHL said that they're opening up to Canadian markets, like they don't want to play yeah, for them. Yeah. And so that just shows you how <laughs> to me, in my opinion anyway, how like like it just there was no thought like the nwhl announcing that two days after the cwhl folded it's kind of like a smack in the face it's kind of like taking your opportunity but like doing it in kind of a cruddy way like they were like oh we have we're gonna have access to all these new players yeah it's like they're i know players like hillary knight and like a bunch of other players they did play for the nwhl and then they left, and then yeah. they went to the CWHL, and even though they would technically be paid less for this in the CWHL, like, I think the players there believed so much in what they were doing that they were willing to actually do that compared to play, compared to playing for the NWHL. And exactly. um, I know the NWHL was technically a not, no, not the NWHL. The CWHL, the CWHL. was technically like a not-for-profit organization. Yeah. So they couldn't really pay players. It was more of like stipends that they could give them. Yeah. And that's how they got around it. And I think someone who knows more about women's hockey than I said that like, they they knew that these players deserved more money than they were yeah. being paid. Like, it just sucks. And it just seems that everyone's being so, like, opportunistic without, like, actually knowing yeah. what's going yeah. on. Yeah, all these people lost their jobs. They're really caring. Yeah. They did. And, like, honestly, like, can we, can we call them jobs? They just lost their – something that they do for pa- – like, their passion, their drive. You know what I'm saying? Like – and it just, it sucks because, um, oh, I'm sorry. Let me just say, I got all of this information from the IceGarden.com. They have, like, a really good, like, CWHL cease to operations. Oh, just kidding. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of the thread, and it has all of the um, all of the updated articles on that that topic. So, um, but yeah, I think it was Hillary Knight, like you said, that she said that when she went over to the CWHL, she said it was because she wanted to play. She wanted to play for something that she could stand and believe in. And it's like, that just shows you, like, she didn't say anything, any, like, she didn't give any, like, information on it. But, like, what is the NWHL doing that it's, like, players who can, and, like, players who have the, that can say, like, all right, I want to play, like, I get to pick where I can play. Choose, don't choose your league. And they're, like, American. Yeah. So, it just definitely, it's definitely telling. Um, and I don't want to get too far into that aspect of it because, like we said, we're not pros on uh, women's hockey. Um, but I think it's something that we definitely need to talk about because the more you talk about it, the more people know or listen or talk about it as well. And I want to give as much support to women's hockey as, as we can because yeah, they're fucking amazing. Like Hillary Knight. Amanda Kessel. I'm just so. I'm just so worried, worried about their their future, because it's like, I don't. What I was kind of hearing was that they want the NWHL to fold and the C CWHL already folded, so that the NHL can make a women's league. And I'm just like, I like, I don't trust the NHL to do anything have anything to do with women's hockey just with how they handled Kendall Coyne and like when she was at the All-Star yeah. game not a single mention of her being a professional hockey player um, and they just so fo- solely focus on the fact that she was an Olympian whereas like you guys don't even send your own players to the Olympics so the one stage that these women women hockey players do have to like showcase their skill you like I don't trust that you would send them back there so like I just don't trust the NHL having anything to do with um women's hockey and just like I don't know I just found it interesting how like everyone wanted to cover the CWHL folding and have their like opinions or just like where is this coverage when they actually needed you because one of the things they weren't garnering revenue and one of the ways that you do that is by being having coverage and people creating interest and i just i don't trust men around women's sports yeah i mean so in a previous episode um we talked about the that specific thing like the two leagues and you know the nhl stepping in and making their own uh, league and something we didn't talk about, but I got this information from someone who met with um, Gary Batman, and he said that they've done studies that indicated that women's hockey is still a generation away from being profitable, and he doesn't foresee... Um, oh, and the reason why is because like he intends to pay both, like all players, livable wages... Mm-hmm. And at this time, like, he just doesn't see that being an option right now. Which, okay, that is fair. I will say, like, okay, I, I understand that part of it. But 
the NHL's involvement with, in women's hockey and the media's involvement as well is was just so, like, it was just so... Ingenuous. Yeah, but also just, like, what, I don't even know the word I'm searching for because it's just, like, you guys give your little a little bit of money, but you you don't think like okay here's here's a here are two like sample leagues that are trying to grow a, like that could hopefully create a fan base for when I can have that league. Mm-hmm. So why don't you put in why don't you try to cultivate these leagues, cultivate a viewership, a fan base, so that when the time comes, when you feel like okay there is a market like this is something that we can do and it will be profitable you already have that fan base Mm -hmm. because like hockey is so niche and, and women's hockey is like even smaller. So, you know, I don't understand where, like, I don't understand how, even if it is a business and you're running it, whatever, like, how do you not even help out? Like, this is going to be, this is something that you're interested in pursuing, but you don't even try to help out as much as you can. To like cultivate a fan base that will later later help you. I, think I heard that it was like they the NHL didn't want to get too too involved because the two leagues had such opposing models. Yeah, which is yeah. fair. But the fact that you're giving them each fifth like fifty thousand dollars, like what is that gonna do? Like that's like exactly like I don't understand that and like. Okay, that's fine if you don't want to put your support behind a certain, like, team. Or, 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 like, that's fine. But you could give more money. Like, the teams, you could work out where, like, teams that are in surrounding areas could have access to the ranks. Not even money. Just, like, resources. Like, um, like, your analytics people or just, like, live not like livable but like concrete resources or tips that you would give each of these leagues to help them grow whereas like i just think they just gave them money it was just like here you go and then in order to get like teams like the nhl teams to kind of like um back them up a little bit they had to go to them individually instead of it being like a given yeah well, see, I don't know. How, I don't know about that because I feel like I feel like giving them money was kind of the best. I, I would have preferred the money because the models are two completely different. Like in, they're two complete. They're two different. So instead of saying like, okay, you guys both get these analytic people, and they're just sitting here with like these analysts, they're like, okay, so this Corsi Ford, like this, this, and this, and then we're just like, hey, Greg, we ran out of sticks because they all broke. <laughs> like, we no. don't need an analyst. We need <laughs> well, like, sticks. I mean, we need a trainer. We need, like, and I, I understand that, like, that's why I say money, because money, you can use it in different ways. Like, you can pay for that. Or, like, some, I know some, some of the things were, like, players didn't have ice time, like, couldn't get ice time on the ring, so they just didn't practice. Like, that money could go towards, like, okay, you have this. Or, like, as a league as a whole, if you're not paying for different teams' ice times, you could just be like, all right, here's a whole big, here's this money that's going to go for food, travel, and lodging while you're set up like that. Or, I don't know. I guess I mean, like, it's just crazy because it's, like, resources not just yeah a blank check to be like 
here, do whatever, and then I don't want to ever hear from you again. Like, if I think I wanted it to actually be, like, an actual partnership instead of, yeah. like, this weird, like, we're partnering with you, but we're actually not. You're working with our teams, but you're actually not. See, like, I prefer the NHL to be as far away as possible from the Women's League because I don't trust the NHL at all. I don't think they're good business people. I don't think that they... I don't think that they care about their players and I don't think that they they're they promote themselves well. Like there's a lot of things wrong with um um I think there's a lot of things wrong with the way they model themselves and it would just be disheartening to see them not give the women the amount of respect and they deserve because like you said look at what happened at the all-star game when they didn't even announce like where the teams these girls played for like i don't get it like they didn't they didn't even like time their things they didn't do anything to promote them they were just there like for like why do you think the nwhl provides their players with health insurance i think that was something that they fought for was it oh no that was the u.s yeah, like, hey. stuff like that is what I would want the NHL yeah. to be like. We, we will cover your players. Or if okay, someone that's needs fair. a doctor, like, if, like yeah. um, Amanda Castle has, like, that concussion or whatever. Like, obviously, she has Phil, but, like, I want her to be able to get services for herself without, like, yeah. having to, like, search for it ridiculously. No, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, I would I would agree. There's just so many things that you have to think about when you are, you know, managing a new sport. Or not even a new sport, but, like, managing a, a new, new league. League, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I just don't want the NHL to be there, like, mm-hmm. I don't. Why isn't it, like, why isn't other, like, wh- why can't Bauer, like, sponsor a the leagues like why yep. where what stuff like that why are they what, I want. Yeah. what what is going on like why can't they do that like why is it that like adidas or like bauer or one of those other ones are only only will sponsor a player and not a I whole league has... isn't that good for the league yes but i think it also has i to mean do... isn't that good for those i think it has to do with not taking sides again and i think like i think one one women's hockey league is the ideal and I think that makes the most sense but I just think that like it's just not gonna happen right now because of like yeah they're just so opposed to each other and they don't like Danny or whatever her name is and whatever she's doing with the NWHL and like they just I don't know I think they're so divided that creating one league for women's hockey is not in the foreseeable future. You know, I I hope that's what happens. I hope it happens. I, I definitely agree with you. I want it to be one women's league, but I don't want Danny anywhere near it. Yeah. And, like, I, my, like, I'm going to do, I started some research today, but I'm going to continue to do some research. And then one of these days, maybe in the off season, we'll talk about Danny Riley because, there's a lot of stuff that I don't know. I don't want to talk about because I don't know if it's rumors or not. And I don't want other people's opinions projected onto me without knowing the full truth mm-hmm. and me to like just, you know, relay them over to everyone else. And be like, this is what she did. And it's like, 
she didn't actually do that. That's just someone's <laughs> opinion. Like, they were exaggerating or whatever. But, yeah, I definitely agree. I just think that's crazy. Like, like that's, I, that, if it's, if it's, like, if Bauer doesn't want to pick sides, like, dude, you need to pick sides because you, you need to get your product out there. It's not about picking sides. Like, if you want to support both leagues, then do it. Just show, give the, like, give these people the tools they need to be successful. Yes. It's not hard to find a way to be successful. Like, well, actually, it, it kind of is. But, like, not without- they're white women. They can figure it out. Like, it's not that hard for them. <laughs> like, it's not like, <laughs> like, it's not like where people of color, like, support us. And everyone's like, what? Like, <laughs> no, they can figure it out. Like, these women have, some of them are married to football players. Like, these are prominent women in the in Canada and America at first, like, hockey. Do you think if, well, well, you, I feel like we don't know enough to, like, answer this question. But do you think if they got rid of her as commissioner and had someone else that players like Hillary Knight would be willing to come back to NWHL? I think maybe, um, maybe, but I think the structure of the NWHL might have to change as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like their structure, like maybe not the structure, but their goals. Because, like, one of the biggest things about the NWHL was, like, they're like, oh, we're paying our players. These women are getting paid. And then the next year they were like, just kidding. We got to cut that. You will get, be getting paid significantly less. Like, and, um, you know. Amanda Castle was the highest paid player and she was making, like, $20,000 a year. Like, and that's not livable. No. It's not. You're living in Like... She probably had to move to Jersey. Oh my God, yeah. That is unacceptable. I want them to come back. And I've also never been to any of their games. I can't like be like, oh, why are they leaving? <laughs> my it's my goal. fault they're leaving. Wait, they're not go- They're not staying in New no, Jersey. No, like why did they leave New York? Oh yeah, yeah, because it was too freaking expensive, and the Rangers did nothing to help. Yeah. They- Mika Zibanejad did nothing to help. Yes, he did. <laughs> He's helping them in Sweden. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. I need more Mika's out there. Yeah. Do you think it's, like, do you think NHL players should help out? I think, like, is they, like, if they wanted to, like, they actually know. They could barely get what they want. Like, how are they going to get what these women want? They didn't even get to go to the Olympics when they wanted to. True. But they could, like, to show their support, you could be like, Connor McDavid donated a million dollars. Yeah. To show their support. Really? Like, Sidney Crosby donated. Make a clause in the next CBA. Each team <laughs> donates a million dollars. $87,000. Huh? Each team donates a million dollars to the NWHL. I, oh my gosh. Yeah. Actually, that's not bad. They have. Money. That's not bad. Can you imagine how much money they would have? Each player that you, they'll be sus- each player that you buy out, you have to give some of that money to the NWHL. <laughs> yeah. If you buy out a player, you have to give half of their salary that you're saving <laughs> the to the NWHL. Half that cap relief per team. The NWHL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not a bad idea. And you could do that by and you, here's the thing: you could do that by covering that amount of money in. 
um, health and medical. You could do that by, you could choose equipment. to do it like health and medical. You could do equipment. You could do media and, um, and media and. Like social media? What is it? Yeah, like, but, um, like advertisements yeah. or, you know, you could do that in. So what did we say? Equipment, media and advertisements, oh. health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to con- in conclusion do we want the NHL to be involved be involved with the women's hockey ideally not league? ideally not but I think it's going to happen yeah I think I, I would say I want them to be, to be involved well that's not like you can't like, I mean, it's the NHL. Yeah. Do we want the NHL to just make their own league? No. Yeah. Me, I, I agree. I don't want the NHL. I want us, I want someone new. Like, I want, I don't want Danny Riley. I don't want Gary Bettman. Yeah. Like, can we just say good luck to the Penguins? They, we need you to be better. Like, we just need you to be the best. We need a resurgence. We need... We need a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. This sucks. The playoffs suck. Like, I'm so nervous I could... It's exciting, but... I'm not going to get to watch a lot of it. It's exciting. Yeah, I feel like I won't either. I really will... What? Alright, so minus the pens and aisles, what's a matchup that you really want to see. Um, or that you're going to try to go out of your way to watch. I kind of want to watch Boston, Toronto, and the Cavs versus the Kings. Okay. I realized that I don't like any teams in the West besides the Jets. Uh, <laughs> and I, I kind of like the Flames, too. So <coughs> I was just about to ask. I was like, you don't like Calgary? No, no, no I do. Um, I like the drill a lot, but... Yeah, it's gonna be hard for you me like, to pay attention. Do you like Hannafit or? How dare you? <laughs> Wait, is that a yes or no? No, uh, he, like I can't, oh I can't. Um, yeah, and I guess, yeah, I don't like any teams in the West. I don't like Dallas. I don't trust them. Um, I might watch. I might go. I, I might watch Nashville and Dallas. Yeah, I hope Seattle that's so watch. crazy. <clears throat> What? I hope Torello does, does well. I thought you said I thought you said I hope Toronto does yeah. well. And I was just like, what? Yeah. Um I I think I'm gonna watch uh the first game of Calgary and the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna try to watch a game of everything, but I definitely wanna watch Tampa Blue Jackets. Oh, oh my gosh. Like I gotta see Dominic. So the Pens, Tampa and the and the Winnipeg and Winnipeg, they all play their games the same days, the first round. Oh, God. And like this happened to me last year too. And it's just like, why would you do that to me? Like, I, who am I supposed to watch? So they're all at the same time as they're well? all at the same. Winnipeg's later. They're all at the same days, but it'll be like Tampa starts at seven and the Penguins start at seven thirty, and then Winnipeg oh, starts yeah. at eight. Like, why? Who are you going to watch? I'm going to watch a penguin. Well, I'll try to watch a little bit of each. 
Yeah. I have my computer and my That's tablet. That's, like, stressful, my... though. <laughs> oh, That's, like, really stressful. Like, I, I don't, like, I get exhausted. Like, if I watch one full game, I think I can only watch, like, two games a day. Like, I can't yeah. watch more than Towards that. Towards the end, I was watching, like, one, and then that game would finish, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, let me watch the other, like, if Winnipeg was playing, like, let me watch it, but yeah. then I would just go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I'm, yeah, like you said, I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't have any other teams. Like, I just want the Penguins to win. And Eshe was like, she was like, it's so nice to just like watch the playoffs and not have anything, like, not to have that anxiety of wanting a team <clears throat> to win. And I was just like, I'm literally living and breathing by the Penguins. So, just a joke. But I would honestly, like, Okay, this is not even me being biased. I would rather have Columbus in the playoffs than the Habs. Like Carey Price, absolutely not. Like, um, <laughs> like I want no parts. Like, um, Shea Weber. Like the Habs have like sneaky, dirty players, and they don't. Oh, absolutely. And they don't call anything in the playoffs. So I don't want Shea Weber, yeah. Max Domi, Andrew Shaw, Brendan Gallagher, all their little. Um, short players like poking at my poking at Tampa, hurting them, and then they win around. I can't. I'm not dealing with it. I w- I would rather have Columbus. And I, that's crazy because Columbus is just as dirty. No, okay, but Columbus I think is more 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 overt with it, so they would get called. Like with Montreal, I don't think they get called at all. Like Shea Weber is low key sneaky, dirty as hell. Is he? I don't think I've watched a full game with Shea Weber playing. Like he's almost three hundred pounds. Those hits, they hurt. What? You no, know, he's like he. He's not that big. But I was I like, like wait, what? I don't trust him at all. Shea Weber. Anders Lee has fifty one points. What? Anders Lee. Anders, yeah. Oh, from the 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 Isles. I was just like, that's it. He's a Leo too. I don't trust Jay Weber. No. Like you know what? If he was three hundred pounds, that he that would be somebody to look into. All right, I think that sums up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you, we would really appreciate it if you comment reviewed subscribed all what is it what's that saying it's like all no but it's like all criticism is good criticism if it's said a nice way so we appreciate it um but yeah i think we're all good to go but yeah so we are on spotify itunes stitcher um if we're anywhere else you guys would like for us to be just let us know um and we will try to get on there you can reach us on Twitter at where's underscore my underscore stick. We're pretty funny. We're pretty good. We got a good Twitter going on. So you should definitely give us a follow if you don't. Um, But yeah, that's all from us. So thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.